Hello and welcome to Music Maker San Diego, where we shine a light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group at Amplified Studios. More info about that is on our Instagram page. I'm your host, Gary Lee. My guest today is M. Cable. Welcome, M. Oh, thank you for having me, Gary. You are originally from Pennsylvania, aren't you? That's correct. Yeah, I grew up uh, a little bit outside of Philadelphia. What was that like over there? Oh, you know, it's, it's great. You know, I, I love the East Coast. I love Pennsylvania. Um, you know, born and raised Philadelphia. Both of my parents were from originally from Pennsylvania as well. So, you know, weather's a little bit different, you know, but I had a great time over there. Growing up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm an East Coast boy myself. I'm Where from, are you from? I'm from New York originally. Oh, amazing. Yeah, although I've been here quite a few years, so I'm kind of a, I consider myself pretty much a San Diego native now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, any siblings? Yeah, so I have uh, one younger sister. She's 18 months younger than me. Her name's Megan. Was music played much? in your home while you were growing up? Growing up, music was very much part of my life. Um, my parents have, in my opinion, great taste in music, so lots of classic rock playing all the time, uh, some funk music here and there, but it was always uh, a part of my life, and my, uh, it was always around me. I always kind of, my mom said I was like one of those little kids who was singing in the back of the car at two and never stopped. <laughs> at two years old, huh? <laughs> Anytime you went somewhere, you were, yeah, you were singing, singing. in the back seat, huh? Mm -hmm. Was was the radio on at the time, or you just singing? Just singing, really. Mm -hmm. I would just hum things and whatever. And my my younger sister was when she was younger was very quiet. My mom would say, "Emily, is your sister back there? <laughs> she is she back there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, she's back there." And she's like, "I need Megan to say she's back there." <laughs> <laughs> we need to hear so, from her. <laughs> we need to hear from her. So yes. Um, what, what kind of music were you listening to growing up and who were some of your favorite artists back then? Back then, you know, well, it's funny. My parents told me that the first song that I ever was really into as a little kid, like, I mean, in diapers was, um, Melissa Etheridge, like the way I do that song for some reason, when I was a little kid, I just jammed out to that. <laughs> I was apparently a big Melissa Etheridge fan since from the get go, from huh? the get go. <laughs> Um, I remember dancing around to Santana. My dad always had that on. So I remember listening to Smooth for the first time and being like, oh, this is so great. Great song. Um, Black Magic Woman and all of that. But, you know, growing up, you know, I, I got into some of the pop music. You know, I had a Christina Aguilera cassette tape. I think that was the first thing I ever bought in terms of music. I was in first grade. Um, I, you know, I, I liked uh, Vanessa Carlton when I was little. She was a great, you know, piano player, mm -hmm. singer-songwriter. So I was kind of all over the map with my, my music taste. And, and as you got older, did mm -hmm. your taste in music change much? In certain ways, yes. And, and in other ways, no. I think I still come back to, like, these same core kind of, kind of artists that I listen to. I mean, I remember hearing my dad pl played Pink Floyd a lot when I was a kid. And I'm like, you know, you don't really appreciate it as much when you're young, but now, you know, it's something that I would still listen to or listening to Nirvana when I was young. And obviously I still love Nirvana. Um, <laughs> but, you know, music taste change changes when you're growing up, right? When you're 10, you're going to like certain things. When you're 13, you're going to like certain things. Right. But I think I still come back to the same same kind of core core elements. Yeah, my, my father used to listen to, you know, uh, Frank Sinatra, Tony mm -hmm. Bennett. And back then, no, mm -hmm. didn't like it, but now I can appreciate it. Mm -hmm. 
of that music that you listened to back then, who do you think maybe influenced your sound the most? Well, I think probably looking back, I would say, I mean, I, I was, Fluid Mac and Stevie Nicks kind of had a big influence on my sound today. Mm -hmm. um, I think the way that her, her songwriting and, well, the group's songwriting in general is just fantastic. And I think sound-wise, I've, I've been very much influenced by her. Someone else that I didn't mention that I feel very much influenced by um, was Amy Winehouse. Oh. Uh, I listened to a lot of Amy Winehouse um, from pretty much like middle school on and still, still a huge fan. And I was very inspired by her songwriting, her, her voice, her sound, um, the way she performed. I thought she was just fantastic. Can you remember the age you were when the music bug really hit you and uh, made you think about maybe a future in music? So I'd say, um, so I grew up playing, I, I learned piano by ear when I was pretty young, uh, just because we had it around. And so music's always been a part of just my lifestyle. But I think once I got my first guitar, I was 16, I think. Um, my parents got me a Martin guitar for my birthday. And that's really when things started to kick off for me. Um, it was kind of the first time I was really introduced to writing my own music and writing my own songs and playing those for people and getting on, you know, small stages, coffee shop stages and, and playing and connecting with other people through music. So I think probably, so that's high school, 16, yeah. And, and the piano, again, you, you learned by ear. Mm -hmm. So you were self-taught yes. on, on the piano. Did you ever take lessons? I did eventually take some lessons in high school. So I, I learned by ear. That's mostly how I played, which was great. You know, you get very comfortable with the piano, but um, I eventually took lessons for, I suppose, four, four years in high school. And uh, do you still play the piano? I do still play the piano. Yeah. I unfortunately don't have my own piano, but I do have a very nice keyboard in my apartment, so I do get to play pretty often. Do you have a preference between guitar <sighs> piano? This is a difficult question because I think when I play piano, I just feel like there's a big part of my heart that's in that, like the way I play. Um, that being said, I play guitar much more frequently when I'm out gigging and stuff. It, it just, it's, it's more portable. And uh, I think a lot of the songs that I'm writing now are kind of fit better with the guitar. I'm also kind of dabbling in playing the electric guitar as well. Uh, it's kind of a new, newer thing for me over the last two years. So, um, I can't say that I have a preference, but I will say my heart is uh, in the piano very much. And yeah. are you self-taught on the guitar too? Um, so actually, when I first got the guitar, I started lessons and I took lessons for, I think maybe a year and then I stopped, stopped taking lessons. So I originally was taught um, by, a, by a teacher. Uh, you're gonna play three original songs for us today. I am. Tell us about the first one. Sure. Um, so the first song that I'm going to play uh, is called Surrounded. Um, it was the first song that I wrote um, of last year, 2022. Um, essentially, I mean, the song, the song really kind of follows this, this story of, of being um, kind of really enamored with like a, a person's whatever it is, looks, personality, just being really overwhelmed by them and then being almost kind of like consumed by by that and not really seeing the full picture. Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of like what that song gets into. All right, whenever you're ready. Right. My eyes burn Staring into her flames And I am choking On the ashes left behind 
lit up like a spark. Her blazing light will blind you from the darkness that hides behind her eyes. Like a wildfire ripping through the night. Oh yes, she burns. San Diego. When did I move to San Diego? I moved to San Diego in 2016. Um, April of 2016. So I've been here for... Just about seven years now. About seven years, yeah. Um, and why San Diego? Did you well, know anybody here or you just packed up and, and moved? Uh, essentially, I packed up and moved. I had visited San Diego uh, the year prior and spent, I think we were here for about a week. And I basically fell in love with San Diego very quickly and knew that it was a space for me. There was, it felt like this is a place that I should be 
So I just, you know, made a decision and found a job and packed up all my stuff and moved. I, that happens to a lot of people. They come here and they stay here. It happened to me. Yeah, I can't, I can't really picture myself moving, so. Um, you, and, you and your sister gigged at coffee shops together at one point, didn't you? We did. We did a bit. It was, um, it was more of a kind of like an open, they had a kind of open mic situation in, in our town. So we would, we would work on things. My sister's a really great singer as well. And she, she does musical theater and all of that kind of good stuff. So, you know, we'd practice some songs and have our mom and dad drive us down to, to I think it was called Steel City Coffee Shop. I wonder if it's still there, but they had a nice little stage and we'd come and play and, you know, people enjoyed seeing us there. And we were probably the youngest people there at that point. We were like 15 and 16. What did your friends think of that? Uh, my friends loved it. I mean, my friends always wanted me to play uh, like for, for them and with them. And they could sing when I play and all that kind of good stuff. But um, I also did some like, you know, talent shows and things like that when I was in high school. And What do your parents think of what you're doing? What do my parents think? Yeah. Uh, my parents are really supportive um, and they love it. And when you were gigging with your sister was that around the same time that you started songwriting same time yeah and and at these gigs did you have the opportunity did you play originals or were you doing covers at these open mics we or were yeah were it, we it was yeah it was more open mics and we were mostly playing covers um i definitely recall playing some of my original music in those talent shows in high school i remember i went to a girls high school and the boys high school had had a talent show and Everyone kind of went over there, and I remember playing one of my originals from back then. Who influenced you the most as a songwriter? That's a very difficult question. Uh, Too many I, to name? Hmm? Too many to name? A little bit. I just feel like I, it's, I feel like my music style and my writing style has been influenced by everything that I listen to. You know, I feel like I'm just kind of this, like, a sponge, you know, absorbing everything um, and then kind of creating my own style out of that. You're listening to uh, Music Maker San Diego. I'm talking with M. Cable today. Tell us about the next song you're going to play. Sure. Um, the next song I'm going to play is called I Don't Want to Know. And this song kind of follows a story of uh, kind of a troubled relationship or a situation where, whether it's true or not, the subject of the song thinks something's going on she doesn't really know what's quite going on, but whatever it is, doesn't really want to know about it. So it's kind of the story of almost like making things up in your mind and living in a little bit of, of a fantasy world. Um, Which I think we all do. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Agreed. I don't want to know how it goes. When the lights go out I don't want to know What you think about Lying on your couch I dry myself insane Trying to guess her name I think I'm gonna lose my mind Oh, I don't want to know How it goes When the lights go out Understand. 
uncomplicated to love when you're faded i wonder just how good that feels to be so convenient just when you need it i don't think i could understand do you even understand oh i don't want to know how it goes when the lights go out I don't want to know what she thinks about your hands down her blouse And do you go insane when she screams your name as you're in between her thighs So I don't want to know how it goes So just tell me lies Tell me lies Tell me lies Cause I don't want to know How it goes When the lights go out Oh, I don't want to know Where you go When your lights go out So tell me lies Tell me lies mm -hmm. I like that. Thank Good you. Good song. Really nice. Thank you. Um, have you had any uh, vocal training? So that is a great question because I actually have not. Um, I've thought about that more recently. I, you know, I, I mostly have self-taught. Um, again, my sister was sort of the trained singer in my family. So she had music. When I was taking piano lessons in high school, she was taking voice lessons. Mm -hmm. And she was in theater and musical theater and all that. So I got a lot of good tips from her. She was able to kind of teach me how to warm up, how to breathe correctly, kind of things like that, how to do scales. So I felt like, in some ways, my sister helped me. Um, I think my voice over the last, probably the last two years, has, has matured in a, a different way feeling a little bit stronger, um, like physically stronger, vo vocally, and... I like it. Thank you. Um, from what I've read, um, music took, uh, took a back seat when you were in college, right? This is correct, yeah. Um, as much as I was playing in high school, and it was kind of obviously my favorite pastime, I, I, I ran track for basically since I was 10 years old through college, um, so that was always a priority. Um, so when I wasn't was when I was in college, I was I was focused on school. I was focused on athletics. I would still play music from time to time, but I wasn't writing much at all in college. Um, you know, I'd play songs here and there, um, out a little bit. I didn't join any music groups. Uh, I simply didn't have time. I was an art major, so I spent a lot of time in the studio when I wasn't at practice. So mm -hmm. you know, I was in class all day. Practice was basically three hours, you know, three hours, and then I'd go home and I'd have to do my work. So music did, unfortunately, take a back seat for a minute. And then when you moved to San Diego, is that when you picked it up again? Um, in some ways, yes. I think, um, you know, when I moved out here, it gave me the opportunity to really explore more of who I am away from the track, right? I think I spent so much of my life being an athlete and being so regimented in that in that way, I finally had time to think about what I really wanted to do. Uh, that being said, 
I'd say the first couple of years here, I was more focused on just really creating my life here. You know, my job, meeting friends, all that kind of stuff was playing through all of this. But really the last two years has been when I really um, started taking this much more seriously um, in terms of, you know, gigging around, writing music, recording music uh -huh. and putting, you know, all of my effort into it. So 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. Let's talk about your songwriting. Are you a disciplined uh, writer where you set aside a, a time to write? It depends. I try not to force it. However, I also recognize there is some merit to forcing songwriting, whether or not you, you come out with a great product. I think there's something to be said for daily writing, whether it's like journaling or you know, writing a few verses and then calling it a day. So usually when I end up writing a full song, it happens pretty quickly and I feel very inspired in that moment and I'll write the whole thing. Um, so I, you know, I wouldn't say I'm super disciplined, but I, I understand kind of the benefits of being a daily writer. Well, being a daily writer, you know, it's, it's practice, kind of like practicing the guitar. Absolutely, yep. It's a muscle and you need to exercise it for sure. Now, what comes first for you, lyrics or melody? Or does it depend? It depends sometimes. For example, the song that I just played that I don't want to know, the, the phrase I don't want to know and the melody came at the same time. It was kind of one of those things where I was sitting in the car. I, take, I have a guitar that I take to the beach a lot sometimes if I just want to like get outside when I'm writing. And I just remember hearing it mm, 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 in my head. And I'm like, I don't want to know. And it just started from there. Like, and I was like, all right, writing this whole song right now. But, you know, like Surrounded, the first song that I played, that was much more crafted. I was very much thinking about the lyrics first. Mm -hmm. But in terms of what comes out of me and that makes a successful song, I feel like the melody can't be completely separate from the lyrics. I've tried to just write lyrics before without any music going on, and I don't feel like that always kind of like comes together so as well. As well. Mm -hmm. What about collaborating? Have you ever collaborated with others? Um, you know, as far so as up until this point, I have done a little bit of co-writing uh, with, with friends, but we never kind of produced anything out of it. Um, but I would really like to. I think that's also a really good way to grow as a songwriter, uh -huh. working with other people right. and seeing how they write and how their brain works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's uh, the third song you're going to play for us? So the third song I'm going to play is called Down Bad. And this song is uh, relatively new, actually. Um, and the song is a essentially about um, someone maybe realizing they're kind of in, in, in love with a, a friend or whomever, someone that you feel like it might be risky to um, tell them that. And it's kind of follows that kind of mental model of trying to figure out, should I say something? Should I not say something? Because this person's got me down bad, you know? So that's what this is about. Stand and face the danger 
than to run in circles by your flames. Cut my lip from all the biting, cause I get nervous just like everybody else. No, I don't feel like fighting, cause in my head, you've already won. You got me down, 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 down bad. Spinning round, round, round in my head. You say when, and I'll jump right in. Cause I won't let that chance pass me by. So I'm gonna try Maybe I'll mess up Maybe I'll ruin everything we have Just to feel your touch Would it be worth it in the end? I might sink or swim, but I'm going in. We won't know unless we try. So I'm jumping head first. Honey, can I see you tonight? Can I see you tonight? Cause you've got me down, 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 down bed. Spinning round, round, round in my head You say when And I'll jump right in Cause I won't let that chance pass me by So I'm gonna try Baby, I'm gonna try mm-hmm. I've been known to walk towards fire Even when I knew I'd get Uh, you perform uh, around town as a solo artist, but you recently put together a band, didn't you? I did. So up until this point, for the last year, I've been performing acoustically by myself. Um, but I've always kind of wanted to, you know, put a band together to play. Um, I have a lot of other kind of more like high energy music that I want to be able to make, and I can't make it alone, right? So you know, I started working with a, a really amazing drummer uh, earlier this year, and. Uh, found a bass player and a really awesome, really awesome bass player and guitar players uh, to to start this group. We've been practicing together for about a about a month now, and I'm hoping that we're going to get out and start gigging together uh, sometime in March, hopefully. You have a name for the band? We are currently operating under my name, uh-huh. just as M Cable, 
um, and them being part of my group, but I still am toying with the idea of having a full band name because that's more what I'm interested in. <laughs> so how can people find out more about you? Where can they find your music? Where can they find out about your band? Absolutely. So I, I'm on Instagram. Um, my handle is mcable, E-M-C-A-B-L-E. Uh, I have a song, Surrounded, that I played first coming out on February 10th. Uh, you can find that on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, any, any of the platforms. Um, but yeah, I would definitely uh, start with my Instagram for, for news and updates. Um, also, just put together a website, mcable music. You can check there for, for gig dates and all of that good stuff. All right. M, thanks for being on the show today. It was a pleasure meeting you. I enjoyed talking with you, and I really like your sound. Hopefully, I'll catch you out and about uh, sometime soon. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. That does it for another episode of Music Makers San Diego, where we shine the light on San Diego area songwriters and their music. Brought to you by the Songwriter Support Group at Amplified Studios, a music and feedback event for songwriters. Everyone is welcome. More info is at our Instagram page. Until next time, I'm Gary Lee. Have a good one.